In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today in the scripture reading, we read the story of the calling of some of the disciples to the Lord to begin to follow him, and specifically Peter um, and his brother who were fishermen, and as they were in the process of fishing, they met the Lord and he called them to the service. And it says in Luke chapter 5 verse 11, so when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. That the interaction they had, the meeting they had with the Lord was so moving to them, was so uh, important to them, was so ch life changing for them, that when they met the Lord and they had, they had this experience with him, they put aside everything of their old life and they decided to follow him. So we can look a, l a little bit about what exactly happened to cause this monumental change in their life. That morning when they woke up, they had no intention of doing this. They had no intention, they didn't have anything in their mind of fall, leaving behind their work, leaving behind their fishing boats, leaving behind their fish, leaving behind their whole career, and even leaving their family behind and going and falling after this man, Jesus Christ, and having this life-changing experience was not at all in their plan. So what exactly happened in this, um, in this encounter with the Lord that caused this new direction for their life? The first way that the Lord used in order to bring about this change and this walk in a new direction is he used the fact that they, these men already had some kind of a need, right? These fishermen, of course, we know that fishermen, this is a career where they make a living out of being fishermen and they needed fish. And this was a, a problem, a constant problem that they had because every day they had to go and fish. Every day they had to go and bring fish and this is the way that they would live and without it they would not be able to make a living. So they had some kind of a need. The Lord Jesus Christ, even in our lives, when he wants us to walk in a new direction, oftentimes he will use some kind of pre-existing need that we have in order to demonstrate to us his love, his glory, his power, and that he is um, aware and in control of, of our lives and what's happening in it. He will use some need that we already have because we are very um, vulnerable whenever we have a need, whenever there is something that we need that we don't have, we are very, it's very important to us, we're very vulnerable to it, we want it, and maybe we can't receive it, we can't have it, or it's difficult to obtain, and so the Lord can use this as a means to get our attention. And certainly here, when the Lord used the idea of the fish and the catch of fish, to get the attention of the disciples, it was very important to them because this was something that was absolutely essential in their life and this was the thing that they absolutely needed. Not only that, but they were just toiling all night long. Okay, We, we read in verse 5, it says, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. So not only was this uh, a general need that as fishermen they had to, to, to meet this need on a daily basis, but they had just tried to meet this need and they failed to do so. So, so they were feeling very weak at this point. They felt vulnerable. They felt that the thing that we need the most, the thing that we are struggling to get, we have been unable to obtain. The thing that I've been struggling for, I've been unable to obtain. They were tired, they were frustrated, and regardless of their best efforts, they were unable to do it. Again, in our own lives, when not only do we have a need, but maybe all of our attempts to fulfill that need in ourselves has gone unfulfilled. We are unable to fulfill the need. 
If we need a job, we're unable to get a job. If we want to be in a relationship, we are unable to be in a relationship. If we are seeking some kind of inner satisfaction and peace, all the attempts we have made have failed to give us the peace or the solution that we are looking for. We try hard and yet we fail and we do not find the answer, right? And this is uh, a characteristic of many things in our lives. Things that we want to have or need to have, we try to get those things and we fail to do so. So at this point, the Lord is going to ask the disciples, he's going to ask St. Peter to do something, okay? Something that is difficult to do given the circumstances that he's in, which is the fact that he has a need that has gone unmet. And in this state of dejection, in this state of being vulnerable, um, he asked them, what? To offer his boat, offer St. Peter's boat to them, so that the Lord will be able to use it to teach the people from a distance so they would all be able to hear him, okay? So again, at this point, if they were to focus on their own lives at this point, they would say, okay, we have worked all night, we are exhausted, we are hungry, and we just want to go and rest. There is, there is no reason why we should go back out again or we should let the Lord to use our boat because we are ready to go home. Okay, but the Lord asked them and he said, can I use your boat for this? And we see that their response was one of obedience and sacrifice. So even though they were in that state, they offered something to God. Okay, we also, um, as a test, the Lord might come to us while we are in this state of feeling vulnerable and feeling that all of our needs that we are trying to meet ourselves have gone unmet and we have failed to meet the needs and we feel like we are in this state of sadness and yet the Lord comes and he says, I want you to, to commit yourself to me. I want you to stand to pray. I want you to go to church. I want you to commit to your service even though you do not have any desire to serve. I want you to focus on someone else instead of yourself. Because here, this sermon that the Lord was going to preach was for the sake of all of the people, right? So let me use your boat so that I can preach to the other people. Let me, let me, let me inconvenience you more in order for other people to benefit. Maybe the last thing that we want to do in these moments where, where, where we are just kind of feeling sorry for ourselves and feel like our needs have not been met, the last thing we want to do is to think of others and maybe to, uh, to, to, to think about how is it that I can serve God. Actually, we use these experiences that we have as excuses why we do not want to serve God and we cannot serve Him because I, am too, I have too many problems. Um, my needs are not met. The things that I want, I have not been able to obtain, and I'm frustrated and disappointed and tired. I cannot serve the Lord. I cannot pray to the Lord. I cannot serve others that are in need. We use these as excuses, actually, and we feel justified in such excuses because we feel like we are overwhelmed. We are overcome. The things that I seek for myself, I have not been able. But yet, this was a test that the Lord asked of Peter, and so Peter passed this test. He offered to him, he said, even though I am exhausted and tired and hungry and, and I have not been able to make any money for myself and I have not been able to catch any fish, I will still allow the Lord to go and to use my boat to go out and to serve the people and to, and to um, preach to them. So after this happened, after they, they selflessly offered their boat to him, he then sp speaks to them again. And this was not a promise that the Lord had made. He did not tell them from the beginning, if you let me to use your boat, then you will have an amazing catch of fish. He didn't give them a condition. 
he just asked them for the boat without without offering anything in return but when he saw that they were were faithful and that they were willing to offer to him even though it was difficult he says to them when he had stopped speaking he said to Simon launch, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch so he's telling him what to do now he's saying go and launch out into the deep for a catch so again um, Peter could have said well this is the what we have been doing all night long we are the experienced fishermen this is the waters that we fish in all the time and we know exactly how to fish so don't you know don't tell us how is it that we should what is it that we should be doing because you don't know you're not experienced how many times have you gone fishing you know compared to the number of times that we have gone fishing but God again he gave them um, he told them to do something he told them to do something that if they were to do this thing the problem would be solved and yet this thing that that he asked them to do maybe didn't make sense to them I mean you're asking us to go and do the same thing that we've always done the same thing that we did last night that didn't work and we are the ones who are experienced you're coming and telling us to do this it didn't make sense right from the from a logical standpoint it didn't make sense but we see the difference between an action that is done only from human effort versus an action that is done with the grace of God even though the action was the same even though they went out into the into the sea the previous night and caught nothing and now the Lord is at telling them just go out into the sea again he didn't tell them to use any different kind of techniques or to do anything differently or to go to a different part of the water or, or, or anything at all he just told them go again launch out and go do it again and yet this time with the grace of God in in this activity that they are doing they were going to have a very different result so what was st. Peter's response he questioned he said he said to him master we have toiled all night and caught nothing you know he is he is he's telling him you know we he, he's expressing his human feelings he's saying well we did this already um, and nothing happened maybe it reminds us of the story of Naaman the Syrian who was a leper and Elisha the prophet told him if you want to be cured of your leprosy just go and wash in the Jordan River and again it's something that didn't make sense to Naaman the Syrian and he rejected it at first and he said well, what's the point of me I traveled such a long distance to come and see you and all you're telling me to do is go wash in a river I could have washed in the river on my own I didn't need you to tell me to wash in the river but the difference here is that when an action is done with the grace of God it can bring great success whereas the same exact action that is done without the grace of God can bring utter failure we, 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 we rely too much on our own human ability we rely too much on our own preparation on our own studying on our own actions our own logic and thoughts it is not that those things are unnecessary we are called to do those things but we are called to do them with the grace of God working in us and not apart from God himself and so Saint Peter here <coughs> very reasonably was asking He's saying we, we, he's just letting him know, like, we, we toiled all night. We, the, what, is it, what is it that's going to be different this time? And yet the Lord, <clears throat> when, when, he, when, when the Lord said this, St. Peter responded, he said, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. So even though it doesn't make sense, even though I don't understand, even though I don't really think that anything is going to be different, but because you said so, I will go and do it. Right? Because the Lord said go and and launch out into the deep again like they have had no rest 
<clears throat> you know, like fishermen, fishing is a very difficult job and it's a very physically exhausting job and they have been doing this all night. And when they come back, they offer their boat to, to the Lord and now they're ready to go home and the Lord tells them, no, go back out again. Go back out into the water again and do the exact same thing that you did before. And yet this time there will be something different. This is a question also for us is when the Lord asks us to go and do something, how ready are we to do it? How ready am I to go and, and to believe that the Lord will grant success in the things that I do? How ready am I to believe that the Lord is going to take my, you know, my, my, my very humble actions and to do something great with it? How, how ready am I to believe that the Lord is going to take what I do and to, to magnify it? Just kind of the, like the, the miracle of the five loaves and the two fish to feed the 5,000. That I'm offering something very little and yet the Lord is going to amplify it and turn it into something great. So they still, they responded um, with obedience and they obeyed the Lord and they went out again and they let down the net. The, then we see what exactly happened. It says in verse 6, And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So the, the result of their obedience was far more fish than they had ever seen. There was no other time that they actually caught as many fish as they had caught here to the point where the net was insufficient to hold all the fish. And it says actually that they had to call some of the other boats in order to come and help them in order to, for the fish not to escape and for the nets not to break. So here the reward that God gave was like a supernatural reward. It was a reward beyond um, anything that they would expect or anything that they have ever, ever been able to achieve um, on their own. And it says something about the way that the Lord rewards us. And it says something about the way we can identify the reward of God. If you've ever had this experience where, where, where something works so smoothly, where, where, where something is like without any obstacle, without any conflict, that all, of every, all the circumstances seem to line up so perfectly and we feel that the God's presence is in it. We feel that God's will is in it because God is allowing it to, 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 to happen so smoothly and so easily. Whereas sometimes we feel the opposite, that something is so complicated and difficult and there's no way for us to find any solution for it. And maybe this is not God's will. Here God is showing this is his will. You tried on your own, you went out into the water and you couldn't find it. But now through the power of God, you are able to, um, to catch this fish. And this was the reward of the obedience of St. Peter. Because St. Peter was willing to offer his boat to the Lord. Because St. Peter was willing to go back out into the water again. This is the, the reward and the result. Whenever we are willing to put aside our, our doubts and to trust in God, th there will always be some kind of reward. There will always be something that the Lord offers to us. And he says, because of your obedience, this is what you will receive. Because, of, because you have followed me, you will get something out of it. And that thing that you get out of it will always be better and greater than even what we were expecting or, or we were imagining. And this was not the end because now St. Peter, he received all of this fish, okay? But the greatest things that he was to receive are yet to come. He hadn't yet received all of the gift or the reward that the Lord was offering to him. In verse 8, it says, When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus's knees saying depart from me for i am a sinful man O lord so this again something it, it produced in him repentance 
it reproduced in him humility. Whenever St. Peter saw all that had happened, he fell down before the Lord and he offered a, a confession to him about his sinfulness. He, he came to him in the spirit of humility because he saw the act of God. You know, sometimes we try to cultivate humility in ourselves. Some, sometimes maybe we don't feel humble and we feel like I'm supposed to be humble, but how do I be humble? How do I, how do I, how do I be humble? The way that we are humble is that when we see the work of God working and we realize how small we are compared to what God is doing, compared to God himself. And the way that we do that is through obedience to God, which is exactly what happened here with St. Peter. St. Peter had an opportunity to see God working because he responded in obedience to the, the call that, that Jesus asked him to do, which is to offer himself and to offer his boat to him. And then in doing this, he got to see the miracle. In this, he got to see the work of God in his own life. When God comes to us and he asks us to be obedient, when he asks us to be um, pure in the midst of an impure world, when he asks us to be faithful in a world that is full of doubts, when he asks us to be forgiving, in a, even though we might feel like we are not forgiving at all or we are angry with others, this is where we will see God working. When I offer myself, when I sacrifice of my own desire, and I, I give it to God, and I, I, I bow down before him in obedience, then I will see the, the power of God, and I will see God working in my, in my life. This was an even greater reward, this moment where St. Peter is bowing down in, in humility before the Lord. This was even a greater reward than the fish. And again, not anything that Peter had in mind. This was a greater reward. This was um, a, a moment of repentance and humility for St. Peter. But again, this was not the whole picture. This was not the end of the story either. Because then, what is it that the Lord said? He said to him, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. And then it says, so when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. So what God then was offering to St. Peter was so great that he didn't even want the fish. The thing that they had worked all night in order to get for themselves that they couldn't receive. The thing that now God had freely given them and he had offered it to them. But he said, what? This, like what the Lord is offering me to simply be with the Lord is greater than all of the fish. And it says that he left everything. He left the fish, he left his family, and he decided to follow Christ because what Christ was offering him was far greater than any physical reward or the fish that he had found. So instead of, um, instead of enjoying the physical reward that he now had, he identified that the reward of the Lord himself was greater. And this is salvation. When we, when we reach this point where we identify that the gift of God himself is greater than any physical gift, it changes the way that we see the world. And it changes the content of our prayers. When we pray and we ask God, we pray to God, are our prayers full of only requests for physical things? We're asking God for promotions, we're asking God for jobs, we're asking God for relationships, we're asking God for health, we're asking God for, for many different things in the world. But God is saying what? He is the greatest gift. You know, he told Abraham, um, I am your exceedingly great reward. The Lord is telling Abraham, I am your exceedingly great reward. There is no other reward that matches there's no other reward that is equivalent to simply the presence of God himself. And this is why when St. Peter realized this, he left behind his fish and he left behind everything in order to be with God. 
God wants to offer us eternal life. Let's not be distracted by all of the desires that we have and things of the world. It is not wrong to seek those things, but we should not let them to be a distraction that would let us forget that God is the one actually who is calling us. He is coming into us and he's saying, follow me. Are we staying behind because of the fish? Are we staying behind because of the money? Are we staying behind because of our worldly desires? And instead of turning ourselves completely to God, we are stuck in a place where we're unable to move because our eyes are only on the world and the attachments that are in the world. So here we see how the Lord took something that started out with a physical need, the need for uh, food, the need for making a living, the near need for money that St. Peter had, and his failure to meet that need, and he turned it into an opportunity for, for him to be called to be an apostle, for him to look at life in a completely different way. St. Peter didn't care about fish anymore after this meeting. He didn't worry about how he's going to make a living anymore. All he cared about from this point forward was the kingdom of God and to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that ultimately, St. Peter, he gave his life as a martyr for the Lord and for the kingdom of heaven, and he committed and dedicated his life to serving God. So we also, we might start out with the physical needs and the physical desires and the, un the inability for to fulfill them ourselves and that God can use these as an opportunity to open our eyes and to see that what he is offering us in himself is actually far greater than any physical need that we have. So may God open our eyes to see this and to help us to walk in a new direction, not one that is only focused with the successes of life, but one that is focused on the eternal success and glory be to God forever. Amen.